1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والنجم إذا هوى ما ضل صاحبكم وما غوى وما ينطق عن الهوى إن هو إلا وحي يوحى علمه شديد القوى ذو مرة فاستوى وهو بالأفق الأعلى وَلَقَدْ رَآهُ نَزْلَةً أُخْرَى عِنْدَ سِدْرَةِ الْمُنْتَهَى عِنْدَهَا جَنَّةُ الْمَأْوَى إِذْ يَغْشَى السِّدْرَةَ مَا يَغْشَى مَا زَاغَ الْبَصَرُ وَمَا طَغَى لَقَدْ رَأَى مِنْ آيَاتِ رَبِّهِ الْكُبْرَى أَفَرَأَيْتَ مُلْ لاَ الثَّالِثَةَ الْأُخْرَى أَلَكُمُ الذُّكْرُ وَلَهُ الْأُنْثَى تِلْكَ إِذًا قِسْمَةٌ ضِيزَى ان هي الا اسماء سميتموها, سميتموها انتم واباؤكم ما يَبْعُونَ إِلَّا الظَّنَّ وَمَا تَهْوَى وَلَقَدْ جَاءَهُمْ مِنْ رَبِّهِمُ الْهُدَى أَمْ لِلْإِنسَانِ مَا تَمَنَّى فَلِلَّهِ الْآخِرَةُ وَالْأُولَى يشاء ويرضى
0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم والحمد لله رب العالمين حمد الشاكرين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته dear brothers and sisters wherever you might be at this time. Uh, Tonight we will continue, insha'Allah, the tafsir of Surat al-Najm, and this is session number three. We have done two sessions already in Surat al-Najm, where and let me uh, summarize quickly what we have done so far, so we will be, uh, so we will catch up and see where uh, uh, we are today. So we started with the beginning where allah makes this oath هوا, making an oath by the star once it falls down and uh, then he says your uh, friend in this case messenger muhammad وسلم, had never gone astray and had never went off the road and we mentioned that there, there was a contrast between whoever seeks guidance with the uh, by the uh, star or in fact the star becoming almost any thing of great magnitude that you may take as a a guideline it may fall it may collapse Uh, and even the star can collapse which you use as a guidance uh, in the deserts uh, at night in terms of your uh, travel and navigation Uh, whereas muhammad will never go astray has had never been astray and he has uh, an absolute support from Allah Azza wa because whatever he says is based on wahi, which is from Allah Azza wa which is being taught to him by one of the angels who had been described as being absolutely intelligent, powerful, very strong. And then Allah Azza wa talks about occasions where Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had interaction with the uh, with the wahi, with the uh, uh, with the revealing messenger, if you will, in this case, the angel, and talked about that uh, at length. And now it uh, comes after Allah Azza wa described the time when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam interacted with Jibreel first, then he saw him when he was in the highest horizons, then he saw the, him one more time close to the place which is called Sidra, which is uh, 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 narrated and revealed as it's being, uh, in the uh, uh, in the higher level of the heavens uh, where Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa had uh, a journey uh, and he had seen Jibril there. So there is no question that uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him, had been interacting with the Wahi. Now, uh, again, here comes the issue. Uh, remember that these surahs are being revealed still at early periods in Mecca. Uh, where the da'wah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is still anew in Mecca. Uh, it's totally new revelation. Uh, it is a challenging, if you will, challenging to what the people of Mecca uh, had been worshipping, their thoughts, their ideas, their behavior, their attitudes, their culture, their civilization, everything that they had. The new message is a complete challenge to the status quo in Mecca uh, and so this introduction uh, from ayah number 1 until ayah number 18 is establishing facts about this new dawa that this new dawa is being uh, led by Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam being called sahibukum your friend your the person that you know and it has been constructed very carefully through a revealed uh, uh, process uh, from Allah to uh, Muhammad Sallallahu wa sallam and this process had been described uh, in details here uh, in a manner that uh, is so fascinating, uh, so uh, intriguing to the kuffar of Mecca. So this is my message. That's what I'm talking about. I have wahi, I have revelation. It's from Allah Azzawajal. It's from the Almighty. It's from God, the creator of this world. It's not from something that is being that is created it is by the creator on the contrary now here comes ayah number 19 which is now let's talk about your gods i have just talked to you about mine i have talked about my revelation my guidance my source of guidance is allah the creator your source of guidance your uh, uh, system your whole entity in Mecca and in the surrounding Arab countries at the time is based on the following. Let's look at yours. Allat. Let's look. In fact, it says, have you seen? But it's an expression of saying, let's talk about this. Let's let's see uh, what's the issue with this. Allat, Al-Uzza, Wamanat. These are three idols termed gods, if you will, the Kufar of Mecca, they used to call them their gods. They used to worship them. Uh, each one of these so-called, quote-unquote, gods or uh, uh, idols had a certain story uh, why they uh, uh, worshipped them from where they brought these concepts about them. For example, the Alat. it's a very interesting uh, 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 so-called god, uh, it is uh, an idol which was made uh, in the form of a human, a man, which resembles a person who used to live in Mecca uh, uh, earlier than the time of the era of Muhammad, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. His name is Amr bin Luhay. Amr bin Luhay. I talked about this man at length when I talked in uh, Surah Iqra, Bismillah Rabbika ladhi Khalaq, and at the, especially at the time when I talked about the issue of Rabb, where the people of Mecca, the Kuffar of Mecca, the, the Mushrikeen, they used to call this man Ar-Rab. They used to give him the title of Ar-Rab, God, the Lord. Why? Because he used to uh, to be known as a very generous man who would provide the, uh, the food uh, for multitude of people uh, and be uh, so generous. So it, it, to, to the point, there was an incident where he would order uh, many uh, servants in Mecca to come and uh, build the uh, or uh, bake the bread for the people. And the bread is baked from the dough, from the dough. And so with the dough, you have to cut it in pieces so that it can uh, become like loaves of bread. And this is called in Arabic, al-let. let means cutting down into pieces. al so this is a person who used to be Known as Alat, meaning he is the one who's preparing the wheat to make it dove, to make it bread. Uh, and then they made a god after him. So that's a, a story in Mecca, and they used to call him a Rab. Anyway, Al Uzza is uh, uh, another form of God. ومناط, and then there is yet uh, uh, another one called Manat. Al-thalitha, there is a third, uh, yet a third god that the uh, people of Mecca they used to worship. So so this is here in, in, a, in a very uh, precise manner. Just look at what you are worshipping. I have talked to you about what I am worshipping. This is my God. This is my guidance. Where he says, uh, uh, Your friend has never gone astray. He is absolutely guided. He is absolute guidance. But look at you. What do you have? You have idols that can respond uh, 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 that cannot have any response to whatever worship you ha- you may have. We understand that uh, you need to take a God because people, by nature, Allah has created them with an instinct, the instinct uh, that uh, uh, motivates a human being to worship some being higher than you, higher than the the human. That's an instinct. Uh, whether your instinct. Uh, found the correct God to worship, or a false God to worship. The instinct needs to to worship. So, so we know that. So we know that you need God, gods. But this God of yours, alat Al-Uzza, Manat, which is in the Quran says Manat al al This is yet you have one more, one third God called Manat, and those are the the the, the main ones. They, they used to have many other ones, many other so-called idols and gods. In fact, <clears throat> some gods were temporary. Uh, uh, like for a certain occasion, they need to go to a trip. They formulate a god, and when they come back, they take it away because uh, the supposedly the god had met, made its duty to protect their caravans and their uh, trips uh, across the desert. So when they come back, they would uh, destroy that God. So they have so many gods. In fact, at some point of time, it's narrated that <clears throat> the mushrikeen of Mecca, they had more than 360 uh, uh, pieces, they called them gods, around the, the Kaaba. So uh, the issue here is, uh, uh, again, one more time, I told you about my God, this is my system, and this is what yours. And there is a contrast here, and the contrast will come even more in... Uh, in a second, but let's make sure that we understand this concept. When you present your deen, your Islam, your dawa, you present what I have compared to what you have. So I am bringing you Islam today, and let me let me let me talk today today because we are bringing this Islam one more time to to presenting it to the world because the world has been so called absent minded. Uh, Vis-a-vis Islam So when I bring this Islam one more time Say look, this is the Islam I have, this is my Sharia This is my Deen, this is my Allah This is my God, he's the creator He's not the son of God He's not the brother of God He's not a second or third God He's one and only one He's the creator of the universe He's the one who has uh, uh, Two lives One life for deeds and works And one for uh, accountability uh, and he is eternal and we uh, and this is the quran that he had revealed and these are the messengers that he had sent over the history of mankind and uh, uh, on the contrary what you have you have you have man made laws uh, you have your capitalism you have your christianity you have your uh, socialism you have all types of uh, uh, religions or faiths or idols that you worship you worship the idol of democracy the idol of capitalism the idol of uh, secularism the idol of civil state the idol of uh, adam smith the idol of uh, lenin marx etc you have all of these idols Uh, this is what you have let's see uh, uh, who has the guidance let's see whose star will fall down and the one who has an eternal uh, everlasting guidance. Uh, Our guidance is everlasting because it comes from God. Our guidance is an absolute justice because God has no limitation in knowledge and has no bias in terms of legislation. But your gods have limited knowledge, uh, limited existence and being, and no matter how, how long it lasts, as if it was a star that eventually it will collapse. And your order, which we call the world order today, is ever-changing. At, at one point of time, it will go down uh, the drain and and, uh, and collapse. So that's the contrast with the with the idols of Mecca and the idols of the day. Uh, and that's the, 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 the power and the beauty of the Dawa. I, I don't simply bring my da'wah in, uh, uh, on, from one side only. I shed light on what is correct and I shed light on what is false. So the people would know what is false and what not to follow and what is absolutely correct and what's fo- what should be followed. Let's look at uzza of yours. Uh, they don't eat, they don't drink, they do not uh, talk, they do not respond. Uh, they cannot protect themselves, they cannot respond back. Uh, they don't feel, they don't breathe, they don't, they don't, uh, they, they have no life, they They have absolutely no power whatsoever. This is one. And then the next ayah, it talks now about uh, some of the beliefs the mushrikeen have uh, based on uh, the, the, the so called the gods that they imagine they exist. And again, Allah Azza wa brings it in a form of a question so the first question says, do you see woman do you see what they do do you see what they can uh, uh, process do you see how they uh, whether they are active or inactive do you see whether they can respond or not do you see do you see what criteria attributes these things that's number one then the second question is, do you claim that you the the and your so called gods those gods are males and then the uh, the angels that your god Muhammad the the, the god of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam which is Allah azza is uh, only uh, has female uh, 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 female creatures that would worship him like the malaika these are female and this is this was one of the anecdotes that the people of mecca used to uh uh, uh to joke about in in their uh, gatherings or you see muhammad sallallahu Alaihi yeah he's claiming he's a prophet he's a messenger and you know what he's also saying that uh, there are angels that come and visit him and bring him the quran and the uh, uh the new religion and uh, 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 those angels are nothing but ladies and girls but we have our gods, our idols. These are males. Uh, now that uh, sarcastic manner that they talk about, and this, the uh, and the, the same response in sarcastic way that Allah says, الأنثى, uh, uh, the, You you choose males for you, and you keep the females for God. Tilka idan isma biza this type of uh, uh, split, if you will, or this type of distribution, the way you distribute these angels or these uh, entities that have to guard the religion uh, is absolutely ridiculous, uh, is uh, way off the the, the path. It has uh, uh, no merit whatsoever. The word is in Arabic. In fact, in the Quran, this is the only word This word has come in one and only one place. It has come in this surah, where the word is uh, uh, sounds as being a very odd word because this division or this distribution, if you will, is odd, is uh, is incorrect, is uh, false, uh, does not stand. So here is the issue that Allah Azza wa Jal brings it back, and it also. Uh, sheds light on how the society of Mecca makes this uh, type of uh, uh, distinction, if you will, and discrimination and uh, segregation between the two genders, the uh, males and females, the al-Dhakar uh, wal-Unfa, which, uh, 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 which is not proper in Islam. So Allah Azza wa is making this a point to uh, to make it a point of attack against the systems and the beliefs of the status quo of the society of mecca so to to make this uh, uh, separation and the split between the quality and attributes of a male and female female is not acceptable in the first place leave alone is claiming it to be uh, okay this is Females are yours. that means you are damned, you are not good, you are, uh, 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 it's not worth following you because your angels, the ones that bring you the, the deen, are females, as if females uh, uh, are worse than the, the, the males and the males are superior. So this type of superiority and inferiority itself is being a point of uh, a point of criticism, if you will, or critical criticism, from Allah Azza wa Jal from the Quran vis-à-vis what the kufar of Mecca had. And today, by the same token, when, when we see that the, uh, the segregation and the distribution of wealth and the distribution of power and the distribution of management and the distribution of uh, 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 of tasks and jobs and employment uh, being favored to males versus females, that continues to carry the same symptoms of the jahiliya, of the ignorance of Mecca. Uh, what, what we had seen in Mecca at the time, today we see it in our current societies. In fact, today I was giving a seminar in a, a scientific uh, uh, workshop or seminar or conference, if you will. One of the, uh, uh, and the issue was about the impact of COVID-19 on uh, uh, scientific research in the scientific community. And while investigating some of the uh, issues that surfaced uh, out of this pandemic, if you will, that it turns out that even in the so-called, the Western societies, the societies that play gods to the people, the society that plays their values as Al mm-hmm. Al as the idols of Mecca, turns out that even in the research, which is, Pure science had nothing to do with the with the power and the money directly. The less than one third of the uh, researchers uh, who publish in and and uh, uh, provide scientific results on COVID-19 are uh, less than one third are females and more than two thirds are are men. Despite the fact that the distribution of the men women or male female in the in the uh, academic uh, communities is almost uh, equal not very much distinction but when it comes to the power and the ability to publish and the ability to publish means the ability to get some funds so that you can pay for your research the males continue to be the dominant factor and that's exactly what mecca had this this type of pride the pride that they are male chauvinists, chauvinist We are the male type of uh, uh, community and religion. We have the power of the males, and you have the inferiority of the female, telling Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Here Allah is saying, Look, this is absolutely ridiculous, it's absolutely unacceptable way of dividing things, tilka idan diza, not only the distribution. But the very uh, uh, thought about making this type of uh, gender-related uh, distribution is absolutely unacceptable. So that's an attack that's directly related to the culture within the society, based on the belief that they have, which is alat al uzza manat, which is the idols. They have some idols. Those idols who absolutely can convey zero or uh, no information at, at all in 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 uh, uh, in my field we call it entropy zero the entropy means the amount of knowledge carried by these idols is zero uh, uh, they uh, neither respond positively or negatively absolutely zero and then uh, uh, on top of that you have a, a, a very a, 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 uh, diluted type of notion about the genders and their roles. So you assign the role of angels to be as the inferior role of inferiors and the role of the males as the role of the uh, uh, superiors. And that's not acceptable. Uh, and by the same token, we say, look, the uh, distinction and the and the distribution of people based on gender is absolutely unacceptable. Uh, if it's based on color, like between blacks and whites is absolutely unacceptable. It's based on wealth and poverty is absolutely unacceptable. Uh, If it's based on a certain race versus other race, like the European race versus the uh, Asian or uh, African race is absolutely unacceptable. By all means, one of them stands tall is the distribution and the distinction and the discrimination based on the gender. This is first uh, type of uh, attack on the culture and and the and the concepts uh, that live within a society that worships anyone but Allah Then comes the next one. Comes the next one. It's uh, the 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 uh, let's call it the uh, governance type of behavior. What provides the ability or the property or the attribute of an entity to have the power of governance to have an authority over the the the, the human soul or the self here comes the issue in ayah number 23 in here illa asma' what you are really following whether it's for the discrimination between men and uh, women, female, male and female, or any other discrimination. What you are following are nothing but names. These are titles. And these titles, you create them. Asma These are names that you create, and you give it to whomever you want. Antum You and your parents and ancestors who created them. Like today, you created the uh, titles of these uh, elites. Sometimes you call it the elites. You call them the uh, the deep state. Uh, you call it the uh, uh, Congress, legislative organ, or the. And then, where did you get them from? From the founding father. In fact, it it applies almost word to word to what's happening in the United States with its with their. Type of gods and systems that they impose upon people, which has lots of resemblance to what the uh, Kuffar of Mecca had then. Uh, oh, these are the founding fathers. Uh, we just follow what our founding fathers have done. What, ha- what if they have done that wrong? What if they have got it wrong? Oh, no, no, no. Don't even go there. That's not even subject for discussion. That's not something we are ready to dig into. Founding fathers. And here it says, In These are names, these are titles, these are uh, 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 power that you gave uh, to your idols. Of course, he's talking now about the, the, the idols, the gods, the gods, the uh, uh, like the constitution, supreme courts, uh, rules, laws, rules of the land, security council, uh, national security office, uh, uh, Constitution, uh, Congress, all of these uh, that comes from Allah al-Uzza, from the gods of the world, uh, these are nothing but names that you have given them the the prestige and the, uh, uh, and the honor to give them this as much as your father have done so, but in reality here comes says Asma, names that you uh, uh, created yourself and your fathers, Allah, who is the real God now, now he's talking about you versus me, me versus you, Allah is the creator. And when we talk to you about Allah as being the creator, you do not deny that. And and in other ayat, of course, and in reality today, when you ask many of the people who argue about systems about uh, 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 religion uh, about theology we said oh we have no objection whatsoever that there is a creator behind this behind this world. you call them Allah we call them God we call them uh, uh, different names in different languages but it's true that's exactly what the people of Mecca used to say <inaudible> if you really give them the question direct, who created the heavens and the earth? They would say Allah. Okay, fine. But this Allah, that you cannot deny his existence, had not given an authority or a sovereignty to these names that you created. ما أنزل الله بها Allah did not uh, uh, provide or accept or uh, uh, descend a sovereignty or authority to the Congress of the United States. Today, let's uh, forget about Mecca now. Mecca is gone long time ago. Quraysh is gone. Let me talk today. Uh, today, I'm uh, uh, carrying this da'wah in a world that's today in a mess. It's a mess. Some people, they call it the COVID-19. COVID-19 revealed the depth of the mess. COVID-19 did not create a mess in the world. The uh, COVID-19 and the crisis that are happening in the world just revealed the depth of the mess that the world is in. So now I would say, look, whatever you have, whatever solutions you bring, whether these are solutions for uh, regional problems like Gaza and Palestine, whether these are solutions for Poverty, whether these are solutions for wealth distribution, uh, justice, all of these actually have no right whatsoever and had no sovereignty over the human soul. Allah did not provide them that. Sultan means a power to rule the governance because this is. uh, Excuse me for one second, uh, please. Excuse me for the interruption, uh, brothers. But that's the issue here, which uh, we need to emphasize that those things that the, 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 we, we deal with in the current world, uh, the main argument, I'm not going to argue with each and every rule that comes from uh, the uh, let's say, the United Nations or Security Council or the United States uh, Congress or Jordanian Parliament or Egyptian uh, Council of People, uh, uh, you will get lost because these are, there are lots and lots and lots of garbage there, lots of nonsense, and you have to dig deep into each and every one of them. You will uh, uh, waste your time. Here Allah Azza wa Jal is bringing it in a nutshell. Give me, tell me where... Did these entities get their right to govern? Where did they get their authority to rule? Or oh, you are telling me uh, the people gave them the, the, the power? Where did the people get their power to transfer that power to the uh, to these entities? I need a valid answer for that. From my perspective, Allah جل, is the Creator. Allah is the God and the God means he's the Rabb he's the ruler he created me he created my wealth he created my health he created my the water i drink the air i breathe the food i eat no one can deny that uh, in fact uh, uh, people still joke uh, about the guy who uh, uh, during the covid-19 crisis or pandemic uh, he went to hospital and after he got out of the hospital. He went to private hospitals because he wanted good treatment. Uh, his bill came to about uh, maybe 60000 $70,000, whatever the number. And he started crying, not because he cannot pay the bill, because he said, look, for the past 70 years, I was breathing the air that is made by God, and it was free. I never had to pay for that. Now I have to pay for the oxygen that you are providing me for a couple of weeks. So this is the idea. That's what we are saying now. The one who created the air that you breathe freely and that makes 7 or 7.5 billion people breathe on a daily, on an hourly, on a minute by, by minute, second by second basis for free and have water so plenty that had filled the oceans and that keeps pouring every year to us all that for free, that is a God who provided life, the very life that I care about. He is the one who has the authority to rule. Now, he can transfer that power to me based on a certain uh, uh, criteria he, he describes, but if that power is transferred without any sultan without any reason without any evidence without any power at all to those entities that legislate for the people that's absolutely insane and that's what this ayah brings this issue right to the front of us directly right in mecca right in the first few years when the message of islam was being revealed without waiting for a long time until the da'wah becomes powerful. The da'wah was not powerful yet. The da'wah did not have a state yet, did not have many followers yet. It was Muhammad ﷺ, and Allah was revealing this ayat one after another, surah after surah, uh, 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 building the infrastructure, if you will, the foundation for all of this da'wah, all of this Islam to uh, 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 to grow up. إِنْ إِلَّا أَسْمَاءٌ All of these are nothing but names and titles that you give. You just say, this is a president, this is a senator, this is a congressman. I give him the title. From this time on, because I called him that, that means he has a right to legislate. Absolutely insane. مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ And that is the main argument. I'm not going to argue about each and every single law and rule and concept that, is, that comes from this entity or that entity or this title or that title, that's going to consume all my life. But in a very solid manner, in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a fundamental manner, I would say, look, let me see who gave you the authority to do so. Who gave you the power? And the one who gave you the power, does he have the right to give you a power? Does he have that power in the first place to do so? If you tell me the people they gathered and elected called democracy. Now, these people, who gave them the power to provide rules and legislation and to define what is right and what is wrong, what is to do and what's not to do? Who gave you the right? After all, Someone has created you. And for sure, the one who created you and the one who gave you life and the ability to live and the sustainability on this earth is not lat, is not Al-Uzza, is not Manata Thalitha Al-Ukra, is not Marx, is not Lenin, is not democracy, is not socialism, is not capitalism, is not nationalism, is not patriotism, is not secularism, is not jenja croso is not voltaire is not civil state is not is not separation of the state from from religion none of these so called concepts had the ability to transfer to you the power of governance the power to define what is just and what's unjust to define for us what is acceptable what's not acceptable what is uh, doable, what's not doable, what is halal, what is haram, what's permissible, what's not permissible. None. You you don't have that authority from any entity, but Allah Azza wa does. And that is my basic argument which Allah Azza wa gave us in this surah. In here, it is nothing but, it says in here, it means it is nothing but names that you have made means you made these names names you gave you gave titles today i was in a small talk with some brothers here in jordan and uh, 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 sarcastically you were mentioning that look this country is very well famous for giving titles to people in charge like uh, if you are a minister a uh, if you are a congressman, they call you excellency. If you are an ambassador, you call you excellency. If you are uh, a minister, they call you your uh, uh, highness. Uh, if you are a minister of religious affairs, you, they call you samaha, which means uh, uh, generosity or uh, uh, honorable. If you are king, they call you majesty. If you are president, you call, they call you Honorable, and so on. There are so many names and titles, and once you hear this title, you have to submit. Oh, because this is, uh, as in Arabic, he's greatness, the greatness of such and such person. Ah, so you, you better submit. He's royal or, or majesty. Oh, maj- majestic. So you better listen and obey. Oh, this is highness. So this highness, you better go lower than the highness, the height, and so on. And that's how, how, how it works in this world. Uh, whether it's in Jordan or in Egypt or in America or in Britain. On Britain, they call it a lord. Oh, he's a lord. So you, you, you better uh, watch it. This is a lord who's talking. This is a lord who has the money. Or this is a, a billionaire. Or this is the uh, uh, CEO of a big corporation. Just watch it. He can do lots of things. In هِيَ إِلَّا these are nothing but names that you have made. And wa you and your father, ما أنزل الله بها من sultan, Allah did not give it any authority to do so. How does it happen? He says, This is only based on best guess. A, dhan, a dhan means it's a best guess. There is no certainty, there is no knowledge. After all, after all, these societies today, especially today they appreciate or they honor themselves with being knowledge followers or being what what they term as science or scientific or they follow uh, things based on evidence but Allah Azza wa Jali says no 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 wait a second this is nothing but nothing but a one in Arabic it's one one level below certainty it's one level in fact it's uh, it's even given a credit, partially credit to these people. Allah did not call it absolute ignorance. He said, They are guessing, they are making best guess, but it's not knowledge. There is a difference between and means uh, it's uh, a knowledge that does not have sufficient evidence. It is possible. al means it's possible. There is a possibility, but it's not certain. But in major issues, in issues that needs a Sultan, that needs sovereignty and authority, you need knowledge, you need ilm. It's not sufficient to have al They are just following something called al And that's an issue which we can uh, talk about at some point of time. In Islam, even in our deen in Islam, we say, look, when it comes to major fundamental issues, you need ilm, you need absolute fact, absolute certainty. You cannot have one below certainty. And that is something that none of the ideologies in the world today and all the way in the history had ever, had ever come up with a conclusion that fundamentals, fundamentals, things that make, make it or break it in the life of a human must be based on absolute certainty. You cannot, you cannot follow something simply because, oh, it could be the case. But there is yet one probability, one possibility of error. In this case, you cannot go wrong at all You cannot go wrong in who has the right to tell me what is right and what's wrong. I cannot go wrong on that. Because one mistake in this issue, my whole life is in vain. And maybe even my hereafter can go in vain. I cannot. Uh, Who has the right to legislate? Whose legislation? (speaking) In al-hukum illa lillah. Hukum, legislation, ruling belong only to Allah Azza because Allah... Allah is the only Rabb. In fact, and why he is the only Rabb? Because he is the one who holds my life. He controls my life. And if I care about my life, the Allah Azza wa is the only one who must be my Rabb. There is no mistake about that. This cannot be if and but. This cannot be 99.999. It has to be 100%. And here Allah Azza wa says, look, at best, at best, you kuffar, the ones who are Opposing Muhammad, وسلم, who are putting this against the Prophet, at best, at best, you are making van. At best. And in the worst case, أنفس, which is the next one. And following your own whims and desires. So you are doing two things. Either a van, which is you have some evidence, but not certain, not conclusive. That's at best, That's this, but also, you also follow you follow what you really like or dislike. Your emotions, you are emotional. Sometimes quite often, uh, in fact, in our debate and arguments with many people, sometimes they would say, oh, you are being emotional, brother. I'm not emotional because I am basing what I say based on What Allah Azza wa Jal say, and it's nothing but emotion. My emotion goes with what I believe in, but I don't follow my emotions. I don't follow my natural response to events, which is called the instinctual reactions. I don't do that, but my instincts, my emotions, my reactions must follow my uh, uh, mental decision, which is absolute certain. My rationale, the rationale which is based on my Aqidah, based on my iman, based on my faith, and that is a very major issue in the contrast between this what we call the uh, 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 Islam and kufr. Uh, that's <coughs> the uh, uh, the the struggle that happens today between us and the uh, and the world. Look. Uh, Uh, our deen is certain because our belief in God is certain. We are not bringing wishy-washy thoughts. It's absolutely certain. We have all the evidences for it. And if anyone can show me that uh, uh, there is no God who created this world uh, and can prove it to me, let's let's see that. But I can stand up for it and I can prove that. And I'm pretty sure each and every Muslim uh, can do that and should do that. And the, the, uh, each and every act I, uh, I do and I pr- uh, propose is based on what Allah Azza wa the creator, has said. I don't follow my desires, but you do. You, you, you follow your reactions to certain events. Look at the legislation, how it happens in the so-called the biggest democracy, largest democracy in the world or the, the promoter of democracy, the United States. When it comes to called the, the Rifle Association, uh, uh who prevents who prevents any rule to restrict the ownership of weapons in the United States why? because because the makers of weapons, the ones who build these weapons they want to sell they want money that's their instinct their ownership instinct they want to they, they want to sell more. so please don't restrict me and no one can make a legislation despite the fact that today, Almost on a daily basis, there are some crimes, uh, terrorist crimes inside the United States, uh, and the and one of the reasons for that is the abundance of the weapons in the hands of criminals, the so-called the militias and the and the racists and and all of these. Try to bring a, a legislation there. You cannot do that. Why? Al hawa wa ma anfus. Try it. Try to make a legislation. A legislation to to impose real taxes real taxes on big corporations you can't why because the ones who legislate they follow their desires to keep their posts and to keep their posts they have to satisfy the whims and the and the uh, uh, the and the attitudes and the and the wishes of the ones the the the, the billionaires or the millionaires or whoever has uh the power that's what what they are الهوى, الظن, you are following nothing but guesses or best guesses and, and what the 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 nafs or the soul desires which is a disaster it's a disaster for two reasons One reason is because it actually leads you into disaster. It creates catastrophes. It creates disorder. It creates uh, poverty in societies. It creates discrimination. It creates uh, all types of uh, uh, bad wealth distribution. It creates... All these crises and problems that we see on a daily basis the crimes, the criminals, the attacks on nations, the wars, the uh, genocides it's all created there, which is a disaster by itself. But yet, one more reason because, in fact, the, the next ayah talks about it says, After all, after all, you have guidance from Allah. If you did not have guidance, if Allah did not send messengers, had he not sent Musa السلام, or Isa or Ibrahim alayhi salam or Lut alayhi salam or Nuh alayhi or then Muhammad alayhi salam, had he not sent these messengers, then we'll say, look, you had no guidance at all. So what is it that you can do? You follow your desires or follow your best guesses. Okay, I'm sorry, I cannot blame you. But you had been given. And that's what the ayah says. See here, this, this ayah has these issues. Let's listen to them to one more time. Number one, it's a title that you you get, you get, give and you make and you create. These are positions posts you create. You called it security council. You gave it the authority. Not Allah Azza You created congresses. You gave it the authority. Not Allah Azza You created... Host like kings presidents emperors princes highnesses uh, excellencies uh, whatever garbage uh, that you have created you gave it that's one problem allah did not give any power to this you followed your uh, best guesses assuming that you were guessing but you did you could have made a mistake and then you you followed your your, your desires but on top of that on top of that, look, you have sided away from the guidance that was given to you by the Lord, by Allah. After all, guidance has been given to them. They were not left like that. They were like the people of Mecca or the Arabs. At some point of time, they would say, you know what? There was Christianity to the Christians, to the Bani Israel, Judaism came to Bani Israel. Ibrahim alayhis came to talk to his people, Ismail, Ishaq, but no prophet had come to us. But look, now there is a prophet, and there is a Quran, and there is a message, and there is a guidance. What excuse do you have? Today the world, they will say, we have a world order that has been dominated by the United States, old Soviet Union, Russia, China, uh, this and that. We had no better way of ruling so no wrong wrong here is a system of islam that you purposely evicted out of the world you collaborated britain france russia and later the united states and france to evict the islamic state out of the world hundred years ago and you continue to struggle and fight each and every person and entity that want to bring islam back so there is guidance there is huda And leave alone the West. Let me talk about the Muslim world now. In the Muslim world, when you see the crisis after crisis, Palestine has just been fought, a war had been fought in Palestine, and now negotiations are taking place to give up part of Palestine to the Jewish state. Crisis after crisis, people who are living in poverty are abundance in the Muslim world. Myanmar, uh, Rohingya, uh, Libya, uh, Yemen what have you Syria and count with me all over crisis problems and you still you still bow down to the presidents in the in, in the Muslim world to the kings to the princes to the sheikhs, to the people who have the money and the wealth and, and authority and you applaud them <laughs> but Allah has given you guidance if you don't have Quran, if you didn't have the Quran or you did not learn about Muhammad or you don't see your Islam, in fact, you, you know Islam because you pray five times a day. You have many messages, So you have no excuse. And here Allah azza wa is telling the people of Mecca, you have no excuse because a prophet had been uh, sent among you. The huda has come from Allah azza wa You don't have any excuse. To follow your desires. You have no excuse to follow your best guess. You have no excuse to give the Sultan and the authority to this king or that president or that prince or that shaykh. Absolutely no excuse. Because Allah gave you an huda and you have it. Then, Then the people of Mecca they could have even argued that this huda we still do not believe in it. We still do not accept Muhammad as a messenger. We still do not accept Quran as the word of God. We still have our doubts about this whole issue of Islam. They could have said that, and of course we know how to to respond. But today, in the Muslim world, forget about America and Europe. Now let me talk Pakistan, Iran, Turkey, Egypt, Syria, uh, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, blah, 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 Jordan, Tunis, Morocco, Indonesia, Malaysia, let me talk about these. You already believe in this. You have the guidance and you claim that you believe in it. The Huda has come from your God and you say, oh, we take it. We pray for Allah Azza wa Jal. So even the excuse that the people of Mecca could have had, you don't have it today. Look, this ayah, ayah number 24 in Surah al-Najm is a very, very strong, stands tall and giant in front of this big Ummah. What you are following today, your governments, your constitutions, your laws, your uh, governance entities, if you will, or your economies, your social structure, these are nothing but names and titles you have created you and your fathers. In fact, now it applies to us because we inherited this from our parents. Has no power from Allah جل, Number one, and what we are following is nothing but best guess. We think that this is what Allah wants us to do. We may think that we, our best guess is that we are we are okay. Just like at the time when the Saudi uh, uh, big sheikh gave the the fatwa that, oh, my best guess is that the Americans have the right to come and take over Kuwait and Iraq using Saudi land. And this is what you really like to do. That's what your nafs because there's lots of money or money. That's the positive uh, feeling or the fear, which is the negative. Because the love is, they call it positive emotion and the fear, negative emotion. The fear of the government or the ruler and the love for the wealth and the money and the prestige and the highness that you get out of them. It's our. So that's what you are doing. And the huda, the guidance has been given to them by Allah. And for us, the Muslims, we... At least accept this guidance. We say, Oh, yes, of course. Allah Azzawajal gave us the guidance. After all, the Quran, Allah says in the in Surah Al-Baqarah, this book has a hidayah, a guidance for all the Mu'taqeen. And we are Mu'taqeen because we pray five times a day. That's not a correct answer. This ayah continues to challenge us. It's a big challenge. This ayah is a big challenge to each and every one of us who listens to this series and to the Ummah at large, not only to the people of Mecca. That was gone. That's a history. It's gone. And it worked at the time because the people who believed with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they carried this very strongly. So when they were able to arrive at Medina, they made sure, they made sure that no name, no title whatsoever, no one will have the right of authority and the sovereignty over Islam, And they made sure that this continued for more than 1,300 years. The sovereignty of laws continued to be to Allah Azza wa Jalla and to Islam. After they had understood this very simple, strong, giant ayah in Surah Al-Najm. إِنْ هِيَ إِلَّا أَسْمَاءٌ سَمَّيْتُمُوهَا أَنْتُمُوا أَنْتُمُوا أَبَأُكُمُ مَا أَنْزَلُ اللَّهُ بِهَا مِنْ سُلْطَانُ يَتَّبِعُونَ إِلَّا الظَّنُّ وَمَا تَحْوَ الْأَنفُسِ وَلَقَدْ جَاءَهُمْ مِن رَبِّهُمْ الْهُدَىٰ أقول قولي هذا وَاسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ السلام عليكم ورحمة الله Let me stop right here and see if we have any questions or comments. We will take them, insha'Allah. السلام عليكم. Okay. Uh, okay, so let me uh, check. I uh, have questions coming up on uh, my screen uh, by Brother Riyadh. Question says, Can you explain me, please, how all the imam and ulama Say we have to obey our government. Uh, it's not me who's going to explain that. It's the, it's the ayah. It's very very simple, brother. Uh, Allah Azza wa in this ayah clearly says. Uh, let me put it again uh, here, where he says this is exactly what happens when they decide to follow uh, these uh, so-called wrong ideas or wrong uh, governments or uh, wrong constitutions or law, wrong legislations or un-Islamic, the ones which are not based on the guidance from Allah Azza wa Jal, it's either, it's either because of basing their decisions on concepts and fundamentals that are not certain, which have a dhan, يتبعونا إِلَّا dhan. It's a best guess, hoping that they could go... Uh, yeah, right, and this applies to the issues of Aqeedah. By the way, and I have to be you know careful here and distinct between two things. They follow of one best guess when it comes to fundamental issues, al aqeedah and the usul. The usul, which means the, the foundations I have been saying, fundamentals upon which you base your decisions, the fundamentals of legislation. Uh, like Al-Quran, the sunnah al Ijma' Al-Qiyas, Al-Quran, Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, means the, the uh, concessions of the Sahaba, and Al-Qiyas means the analogy based on uh, some reasoning found in the uh, in the Dalil. These are foundations that cannot be a van if you, if you use a van which is a guess, in one of these fundamentals, you will deviate. The second reason is and this comes into the deeds and the works and the acts and the activities and the rules, the daily rules, the daily legislations which you make them. These are you simply put your desire or the desire of the king or the government or the uh, uh, people who you whom you put in authority, uh, you follow their uh, dreams or their wishes uh, as being a base for your actions or rules, and that's what the issues is when it comes to the uh, uh, ulama who uh, make the legislations and the rules that comply with the uh, uh, with the current authorities. That is their uh, that's the serious problem, uh, and unfortunately, uh, uh, there are so many, and it's not only one or two. There are many, and we have seen them uh in, in azhar we have seen them seen them in uh, syria we have seen them in saudi arabia and we have seen in saudi arabia even uh, some cases which could have been absolutely out of this world if you talked about them a few years ago or even in imara today these days when you see someone who's talking uh, who had been talking islam for so many years now he's blessing the visit of the uh, ambassador of united emirates To the uh, rabbi in the jewish state to be blessed by the rabbi and to claim that the uh, uh, jews have been persecuted in palestine for so many years Uh, questions by abu rusht says some scholars claim that we can use any system because everything is halal unless we have a definite evidence that it's haram Uh, well this is This is a case or a foundation upon which we can argue or not. The the problem here is not in this uh, article, whether it's usable or not. The problem is why why the scholars are selecting, sometimes choosing, some of these foundations, uh, supposedly a foundation, uh, which could be correct or could be incorrect. Let's say it's even it's correct. But then... Al-hawa. There is some, some reason, some, uh, some emotional reactionary reason that allows someone or pushes someone to use this foundation versus another foundation. Because you find within this foundation many things that can be termed harar haram can be changed into halal. And some of these issues are very vital, vital to the existence of and to the sovereignty and to the power of the ruler so you find that oh i will choose this foundation versus other one simply because it is in favor of uh, the the authorities uh, who can whom i can benefit from or who i can fear uh, their wrath so that's the issue is there it's so it's beyond the the technicality of the foundation look in the past history of Islam, or the, the culture of the Muslim world, there had been some uh, uh, rules, arguments, even uh, foundations that you can sometimes, uh, you will be surprised how is it possible that they have made such conclusion. But definitely, definitely, it was never done, the foundations of Islamic thought and the foundations of fiqh in Islam, Throughout the past 1300 years, before this 100 uh, 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 dark years, the last 100 dark years, I'm talking about the previous one, you will find the uh, uh, at large or by and large that the foundations have always been based on the best judgment, which is the first part, the best guess. It is, it could be possible. There is a best guess there but not on Hawa. Al Hawa is something in you. Relatively, you could find it, you could argue with me, you'll find a case or two, but it was not the general theme. Today, it's the general theme, unfortunately. Today, in the Muslim world, the general theme is that either best guess or the best guess based on Hawa. So going back to this rule, uh, uh, this rule had, although it did uh, find uh, some support in the past, but it was never used to really Change a rule of Haram into Halal You will find all the applications of this specific Eventually, it turned out to connect the, the, uh, the issue or the things Which they call it Halal to acts so, there's, uh, uh, so this in the past has never been used to dilute the Muslims from the correct path whereas today it does. Any other question, uh, brothers and sisters? Uh, I thought there was a question in Arabic. Okay, uh, if there are no questions. We can conclude here, uh, brother moderator. So do I have the brother moderator to uh, tell us what's the direction here? Okay, assalamu alaikum wa Thank you for listening to this podcast.